Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Bunny's First Eleven podcast. I'm joined here by Graham Onions as usual, and we're looking back on some of the most memorable games of his career. Uh, now, this one you've chosen, Graham, is a, is a bit of an odd one in the sense that uh, this was a game Durham lost by an innings of 26 runs against Leicestershire uh, in 2004. But you you picked it because it, it kind of puts everything into a bit of perspective, really, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, I mean, you you obviously have your benefit year, and you and you, you've played international cricket, and you've you've had. Um, you know, days on the field which have been you've been immensely proud of. But I mean, the reason why I've chose this uh, not necessarily because of the the good work that I've done in the game, and and obviously we got beat by Leicester. Um, it's just th- this game really put into perspective how hard this game can be at times, and and um, and what it means to me looking back. Um, with almost tears in my eyes, kind of thing, and excuse the pun with the obviously with the surname Onions, but this 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 game for me um, was was a little bit of a turning point in my mental side, uh, I suppose, and I was uh, I was hit all around the park by a, a certain Australian called Brad Hodge. Yeah, I mean uh, Leicestershire nowadays are. Uh Struggling side in Division Two, to be honest. But um, if you look at this lineup, they had some pretty formidable players. Then you've got uh, Darren Maddy opening the batting. Obviously, you've mentioned Brad Hodge, uh, Paul Nixon keeping wicket, Otis Gibson, who obviously you uh, enjoyed some some great times with at Durham later on. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it was uh, it was a, I guess in your in your fourth county championship game, a bit of a stark reminder as to as to what county cricket is like. Um, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I remember, um, you know, the week before, I, think, I don't think things went particularly well, uh, and of course, backing it up the, the week after against against quite a strong Leicester side at the time. You know, they were doing some great things in 2020 cricket, and they, they, as you said, yeah, they had some fantastic players. But I think for me, still learning my trade, and you know, quite frankly. You know, not not good enough, really. I mean, at that stage. But I mean, obviously, you know, Jeff Cook and, and Martin Moxon and, and these guys through my career were uh, guys that that gave me like a huge amount of um, faith, really. But I think you know, I, I remember go, like obviously going back to that game is you know John Lewis. To- um, you know, won the toss. Uh, it was overcast, and it was actually quite a. I look back at it now and think it was probably an absolute perfect wicket to bowl on. You know, it was a little bit green, it was a little bit damp, uh, been raining a couple of days before, and you know, of course, John Lewis, you know, wiped his hand, uh, rubbed his hands, and said, "Yeah, we we're definitely going to have a bowl today." And I think it was might have been um, uh, my third or fourth ball that, that went out the park. Um, uh, I think it's Darren Robinson that that that. Um, is renowned for bowling uh, for for anyone that bowls short to hit the ball out of the park uh, off the short ball. So um, I, I, I quite gladly pitched one short and it went out the ground and um, didn't think anything of it. But you know, towards the end of that day, I'd, I'd went for for many many runs and um, of course, as a bowler, you, you have to you have to front up and you have to. Um, you know you have to you have to do it that's what you're in the side for you have to learn you have to be part of the side but of course on a day where where Brad Hodge hit the ball to all parts I, I, 
I, I did generally have tears in my eyes and I was thinking, you know, this this is this is hard work. Um, and during the good times in my careers over the last few years, uh, I always look back at this game and think, well, this was this was a stark reminder of how how hard county cricket can be. Yeah, I mean that that particular period in in the mid noughties was a very strong time for county cricket with all the um, I know the, they're much derided, but the Colpack players that were brought in and the international players like Brad Hodge who won six caps for Australia with all those playing, um, you were genuinely tested as a young bowler, weren't you? Yeah, we, we, we were massively, and I mean Durham were, uh, you know, I think they were a decent side. I mean, you look at our side, and our side was a was full with with potential um, and. Uh, you know, we we had a, we had a side that in the future was going to be good. Uh, John Lewis was probably tearing his hair out a little bit because he, uh, what little hair he, he had. Um, because of course, you know, he, John was probably he was captain, but he was he was potentially coming towards the end of his career. And I was a young lad, had no real control. Of course, we had Liam Plunkett that had who had a lot of potential, who could ball quick, but didn't have a great deal of control. And as, as a captain, two of your main seamers, if they if they can't. Hold an end up and, and can't go for less than you know four and over, maybe even five and over at times. It it can be hard work, and of course we had a guy called Andy Blignor who came from Zimbabwe that had a, a bit of a habit of, of bowling quick but bowling a lot of no balls. So of course John Lewis then was he was down to to one real seamer there uh, in Neil Colleen that could you know keep that run rate down. But I mean for, from my point of view it was it was a real. A steep learning curve, um, a, a curve that I, I remember obviously very well now. Got walking down towards the changing rooms, and almost John Lewis was coming up to me and saying, "We need you to bowl." And I, I was, you know, I, I was almost scared to let go of the ball. And and I think the reason why I've chose this game is no matter what what you know age group you play or what level you play, uh, whether or not it's international or and you're playing against the best players in the world or you're playing club cricket or. You're an under-13 cricketer, and there will be times where you you maybe don't know where to ball that ball, or you don't know as a batter which shots to play, and you you totally go in your shell. And I think from from my point of view, I walked away from that game, um, probably you know hating the game a little bit, um, but also um, thinking well. I actually quite enjoy the challenge and when things get tough now I always look back then and think well actually you know I've done that before and I, I can do it again. Yeah I mean it's obviously important to have those experiences isn't it? It's no good for example going into the test arena when, when everything's gone right in your career because when something goes wrong you need that experience of how to deal with it don't you? Mm, you, you do 100% yeah and, and you, you, you look at some, some young lads um, who have came on to say international cricket likes of Alistair Cook and Joe Root? They haven't played a great deal of cricket, but they are, you know, they are million-dollar players. Really, that you know, fantastic players that 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 have just got strong, you know, the mental side of the game sorted already at such a young age. And and I and I didn't have that. You know, I, I was given an opportunity which I would which which I can't thank uh, Durham enough. But I just wasn't ready, and I didn't have the mental game. You know, I, I massively doubted me my own ability. Um, I found it hard to get the ball in my hand and, and, and try and get wickets, but um, the bottom line is, you know, you have to do it. You know, you very much, you, you very much have to try and back yourself and believe in yourself and and, and, and put in the hard yards. And I mean, actually, I look back at my figures and I picked up three wickets, um, which was the most the most in the side, and went for, of course, lots of runs, but. Um, you know, once we got Brad Hodge out, <laughs> we we, um, we kind of ran through them a little bit. We had a, we had a few um, 
but not quite ran through them but we, we had a little bit of success and but of course the damage was already done yeah I mean when Hodge got, got out they were uh, <coughs> they had 510 runs on the board but uh, I say from the sixth man out uh, and they ended up declaring 634 for nine so that, that kind of backs up your points um, so I guess at some counties um, if you'd had a start like that they'd probably go out and sign a Colpack player or a senior player from elsewhere but the important thing was Durham had faith in you to, to stick with you. Yeah, and, and, and that's that's why I think Durham, what, well, what Durham's all about, and I still think that to this day now, they're, tr- they're still trying to give opportunities, and I think, yeah, we've got John Hastings in overseas, but, you know, we could probably quite easily sign, you know, more Colpack players, really, but we, you know, you stick to our, our squad and our strength and, and, and depth of... of I say local lads, um, and and they are, and they're very proud of, of playing for their county that they that they that they're from and that they love, and um, you know I, you've got to be a little bit careful because obviously if looking at that scorecard we had Dale Benkenstein, um, you know who, who came to, came a little while after and he was a fantastic performer, so of course there's a very fine line between. You know the Colpack player or, or, or the the local local lad who's probably not quite ready to play. But I mean, at that stage we had we had young lads coming through that probably weren't quite ready. But you know we we kind of got that reward. You know, in a few years down the line, where and and it's the reason why I picked this game is because I, when I start to play first class cricket a lot more and and international cricket, I look back at this game and think, well, you know, I've, I've learned a lot of the hard yards from from this game and. I suppose the laws of, of county cricket. Yeah, I, I mean, how 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 long did it take you before you felt things started to click as a professional cricketer? Um, I think it was uh, still a while after after this game, if I'm being honest. I mean, I did a, I did some work with with Kevin Shine, who uh, in effect transformed me as a cricketer, and and he doesn't like to take credit for it because it was a lot of my hard work and determination and of course it, it was I mean ultimately I have to learn I have to want to learn but I got a massive help and hand along the way to to improve and to to want to get better um, it probably came you know around about the 2007 2008 kind of um, stage of my career where I just started to figure out well actually I, I, you know I can't bowl those two lengths um, Yes, I might have had decent pace, but against players like Brad, Brad Hodge, if I pitched the ball up, he, you know, he could defend it, but he was just waiting for that bad ball, um, and I bowled that sometimes two or three times and over. Um, but and going going forward a few years to 2008, is is I I just learned to bowl better balls more, more often, simple as that. Um, I'd maybe bowl one and over, and of course in 2009 when I was playing international cricketers, I was I would bowl. You know, one one a spell, and that that and that that's how you how you you become a better a better cricketer. You know, from from having an average of the first four or five years of an average of thirty four and economy rate of you know going going at probably five and over to the last few years of averaging you know you know low low twenties is you know something which I'm proud of. Yeah, and I say if we look at this game, uh, say six hundred thirty four for nine declared by Leicester. Uh, they bowled Durham out for, for 2.19 and then uh, made Durham follow on um, bowled them out still 26 runs short and uh, you finished that season bottom of the table I mean when you when you look at how your county career started and how Durham's uh, Durham's 
Durham were doing at that time, you must be amazed at the progress that had made since. Yeah, and they, they were the dark days. You know, the, what, the, we had a lot of days off, really, not because of the range, just because they were, you know, they were three-day finishes, really. So, um, but you know, D Durham were obviously a very young county, uh, a young side. Um, probably weren't quite sure in, on the direction of maybe where they wanted to go, did they want to sign like like a big money overseas signing, maybe the money wasn't quite there, um, but th they gave an opportunity and they weren't necessarily looking at um, John Lewis and, and, and the senior players in that side to say well right we're going we're gonna to get promoted and we're going to start climbing the, climbing the table, I think they basically sat back and said you know this is going to be um, you know, we've got to look at the big picture, and you know, of course, international cricket. And the most important thing is, is making Durham a, a a good a good team, a good a good first class side that you know are going to are going to challenge. And um, you know, for us, winning one game in the season is was a pretty pretty good achievement, really. Um, and that, that that's not easy as, as a as a young lad coming through. And of course, you know, you get upset on the pitch, and, you, and you're not doing well. But of course, the team's losing. You feel as though you're not you're not doing your job very well, and that that's hard to take. And obviously, the transformation over the last you know the last well since I've been involved in my benefit yeah ten years later, fourteen years later, is is credit to the players, but also it has to be credit to the club for the way that they've they've, they've stuck by a lot of young lads that at the time they probably could have quite easily, as you said, got a co-pack player or, or even released players. Mm, yeah, because um, it's worth pointing out that the, the following season, 2005, when Mike Hussey came in as captain, Dale Benkenstein, Callum Thorpe joined, uh, you, you won promotion in both forms of the game and the club's not been out of the first division of the county championship since, which is something no other county can say. Yeah, and, and I think that in itself, I mean that... I mean, you, you say that, and it's like, well, that's that's a, that's quite good. You know, that's a great achievement. But actually, as a as a player, you, I mean, look, maybe you'll finish your career and, and be immensely proud of that. But actually, that that is something that the club and players, local lads, should be should be immensely proud of. You know, it's as you said. You know, to 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 make that break. And, and maybe they did say, well, right, okay, we're going to make that big money sign, now we're going to get that that real good, consistent performer that we that we needed. You know, when you've got young lads and um, who who are, I don't like to say poor performers, but inconsistent performers. You want that that strong kind of unit that are going to going to put in the hard yards and and and, and work hard. And and actually, you go back to the following year, um, Michael Hussey on that same ground. Uh, I, I wasn't playing. So of course I was thinking I was desperate to play, but Michael Hussey got a lot of runs on seamer friendly conditions, and and it was great to see really because he he set the tone for the rest of for the club really for for many years, and we'll always look back now and think well who was who was the best overseas that we had, and you know Michael Hussey's on on everybody's lips really. And I guess really things have, have turned full circle for you now because. Um, you're in the position now where, where you're having to play that experience role and, and maybe remind some of these young players that you can get through these difficult days. Yeah, absolutely. I, I honestly believe that there's times, um, there's so many ups and downs in the game and, you know, during the season you might have three or four ups and you, and you, you get, you get a, a, even a three-wicket haul, which I was immensely proud of in that game, but it also was a, it was a, it was a stern reminder of how hard county cricket is, but you have a lot of downs, um, a lot of, I suppose, negatives in a way, and that, that can be uh, injuries, it can be problems away from the game, but also it can be some serious doubt about whether or not you're good enough to play the game. Um, and I suppose my my message on this podcast is, is basically just 
you know, keep believing in yourself, keep backing yourself, and keep putting the hard work work in. Because you know, if you have you have bad days, it's a it's a it's a great learning curve. It's a it makes you mentally stronger, um, and it gives you, I suppose, an opportunity to to try and prove to people how good you are, and uh, most of all, I suppose, prove to yourself. Yeah, and as we've talked in earlier podcasts, of course, um, when we talked about your injury, it can get a lot worse than uh, receiving some brutal treatment from Brad Hodge. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I mean, you 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 do. I do see the funny side now because at the end of the day, I was playing and I was I was I was doing what I love doing. Of course, at the time, it, I wasn't particularly loving it, but. There's also times, as you said, you know, on previous podcasts, I've talked about my injuries, and I, and I wasn't able to bowl. So I, you've got to be very grateful of, of of playing the game that so many people would love to be in your shoes. You know, as simple as that, really. And you know, as I said, going back to this game, is there was times where I was thinking, I, I don't think I can do it, I, and I don't want to do it. But um, and that's been that's been brutally honest. But I look back now and I think, well, actually, I. I suppose gritted my teeth and I got through it, and I, that that this game certainly helped me get to where I am now. Thanks very much, Graham. Thank you. Thanks for listening to our Bunnies First Eleven podcast. If you're interested in learning more about the various events for Graham's benefit year, you can visit www.grahamunionsbenefityear.co.uk and tune in in two weeks' time when we'll be talking about Graham Onion's ninth Test appearance, his first for two years after recovering from a back injury that could have ended his career. Thanks, and until then, goodbye.